1984, pastors Jean and Sue started Faith Christian Center in a hotel ballroom. But for the past 36 years, they have taught people how to practically apply the Bible to their everyday lives. Over the years, God has blessed us and the church has grown. Faith Christian Center is now located on a beautiful 73-acre campus in the heart of the Dallas-Fort Worth Metroplex. We believe the best is yet to come. Today's message will encourage you, inspire you, and teach you how to experience God's best in every area of your life. This is my Bible. It is the Word of God, and it is the will of God for my life. I am who the Word says I am. I'm the righteousness of God in Christ. I'm where the Word says I am, seated right now in the heavenly realms in Christ Jesus, in the place of authority, dominion, and power. I have what the Word says I have. All the blessings of Abraham are mine, and I can do what the Word says I can do. I can do all things through Christ who gives me the strength. Today my mind is alert. My spirit is receptive, so I'm taught the Word of God. My life has changed for the better, and I will never be the same again. Amen? Amen. You may be seated. God bless you. Now, we're in this series, Taking Action for a Better Tomorrow, and that's the title of the message. We did part one last Sunday. We're going to do part two and wrap this message up today. And... For the sake of time, I'm not really going to review points one and two, but I will review point three, and the reason is because it's so critical. Then we'll go to new ground, points four and five. Number one, we please God with our faith, and God rewards our faith. We please God with our faith, and God rewards our faith. There's no other way to move the hand of God but by faith. How many of you have tried begging? Let let me see your hand. I I got my hand up. How many of you tried? Did you get any answers begging? How many of you have tried whining? I got my hand up. Anybody ever gone to the Lord and whined? Did you get an answer? All right, how about crying? I got my hand up. How many of you ever gone to the Lord crying? Did you ever get an answer crying? All right, how about complaining? I got my hand up. Anybody ever gone to the Lord complaining? Did you ever get an answer complaining? No, there's only one way to move the hand of God, and that is by faith, faith in God and faith in his word, and God is his word, and God's word is God. Hebrews 11, 6, but without faith it is impossible to please him, for he that cometh to God must believe that he is, and that he is a rewarder of them that diligently seek him. Say it out loud, my God God is a rewarder of those who diligently seek him. So without faith, it is literally impossible to please God. Number two, and then what happens with when these preachers take the Word of God out of their sermons? Well, it's impossible for the congregation to please God because you can't have, you can't, so then faith cometh by hearing and hearing by the Word of God. You can't have faith without the Word, and if you don't have the Word in the churches, you don't have faith in the churches, so nobody in the churches can please God because the only way you can please God is by faith. So without faith, it is literally impossible to please God. Number two, the just shall live by faith. Say it out loud, the just shall live by faith. Not by fear, by faith. Faith in God and faith in his word. 
The just shall live by faith, Romans 1.17. That's what it says. The just shall live by faith, not by fear. The just shall live by faith, Hebrews 10.38 and 39. Probably the same author. But my righteous one will live by faith, and if he shrinks back, I will not be pleased with him. But we are not of those who shrink back and are destroyed, but of those who believe and are saved. So, Number one, we please God with our faith and God rewards our faith. Number two, the just shall live by faith. Number three, it is action taken in the present that causes the future. It is action taken in the present that causes the future. Now, I realize I went over this last Sunday, but I'm going to go over it again because you need it. Tell your neighbor, you need it. Tell the neighbor on the other side, you need it. It's what we do today that causes a good tomorrow to come. And you understand the principle works in the reverse. I mean, if you throw a beer bottle at your wife this afternoon, you're going to have a worse tomorrow. Do you understand? If you're mean to your wife today, you're going to have a worse tomorrow. Do you understand? Because every action taken and every word spoken is a seed sown. And let me say something to you women. You are not doing anybody a favor when you raise a lazy butt son. Most of the divorces filed in this country are filed by women, and they might say irreconcilable differences, but when they do the surveys, the vast, vast majority of divorces filed by women have to do with money. So you are not doing anybody a favor. You're not doing yourself a favor. You're not doing your son a favor. You're not doing your future son, daughter-in-law a favor. You're not doing your future grandchildren a favor when you let that boy skate on chores or homework or yes, ma'am, no, ma'am, yes, sir, no, sir. I'm telling you what, you are destroying your seed and your future by letting your male skate. Tell your neighbor, wake the hell up. <laughs> Lazy men. You know, marry young gals that have romantic visions and dreams. You know, the little house with the white picket fence and, you know, the golden lab. But some of these men can't even support a golden lab, let alone support a woman and children. Tell your neighbor, I wonder what he had for breakfast. <laughs> I'm telling you what, it's a great evil to, to spoil. Now, it's a great evil to spoil a girl. But we got a, we got a, a bunch of unsuspecting gals, and they just think, you know, that the guy's going to make it, you know, because women tend to be romantics. If you're a gal and you're single, here is your Rhema Christos for October what is today? 17, 2021. If he can't make a living single, what makes you think he can make a living married? And, and, if, and if, he's, if he's cheap dating, multiply it times four, and that's what you're going to have married. Stopping at QT to fill up the tank and get a corn dog is not a date. 
The treatment won't get better. The treatment will get worse. I mean, if he is a lazy, discourteous guy dating, why would you think he's going to be transformed into something, you know, some, some dynamic, money-earning, courteous gentleman married? He will not. And you need to get around the, the guy and his mama. And if she's talking baby talk to him when he's 22 years old, <laughs> then that's going to be your role for the next 50 years. You're going to have to talk baby talk to him and carry him through life. Amen. Amen. Well, Pastor, I'm a young man here this morning, and I'm lazy. Where does that leave me? Well, hopefully single. You get the golden lab and be happy. I asked my mother-in-law once, I said, why in the world would you allow your beautiful, super intelligent, super hot, firstborn daughter to marry a guy at age 20 and move to Texas? And she patted me on the back. She said, well, Gene, you had winter written all over you. Amen. Amen. So, We want our children to live blessed lives. Amen. Say it out loud. It's the action taken today action that leads today. to a better tomorrow. See, but if you connect your life to somebody that ain't taking no action today, then they're not going to have a better tomorrow. Now, I could, I could, some of you are looking at me kind of mean. I could have, I'll bet there are 20 women that I could call up here and they could testify that everything I have just said is spot on. Amen. Amen. I'll bet there's 20 women here this morning that wish they had bought a dog instead of married the guy they married. <laughs> Tell your neighbor, ain't nobody like Pastor Gene. So if the farmer doesn't sow today, the farmer cannot reap tomorrow. And this is exactly what I've watched believers do for 48 years. They don't take action today for a better tomorrow. They don't take action today. Then tomorrow they wake up and wonder how come things haven't changed. This is why the Bible encourages action over and over and over. James 1.22, but be doers of the word and not hearers only deceiving your own selves. Isaiah 1.19, if you be willing and obedient, ye shall eat the good of the land. Deuteronomy 30, verse 14, but the word is very near you. It is in your mouth and in your heart that you may do it. Say it out loud, do it. Do it. Deuteronomy 30, 14, no, the word is very near, near you. It is in your mouth and in your heart so you may obey it. Say, so you may obey it. So it is action taken in the present that causes the future. It's what we do today that causes a good tomorrow to come. If the farmer doesn't sow today, the farmer cannot reap tomorrow. When a farmer sows on Monday, he doesn't get his harvest Monday night. He doesn't get his harvest Tuesday morning. He's got to sow now. He's got to take action now. He's got to go to work now. He's got to make money now. He's got to sow the seed now. He's got to plow the field now and in order to have a better tomorrow. But tomorrow may be down the road a little bit. Yeah. 
if the farmer doesn't do something now, the farmer literally is not going to have a tomorrow. It's what we do now that gives us a later. If we don't take action now, there won't be a later. If you don't believe God now, there won't be a later. If you don't confess the word of God now, there won't be a later. If you don't plant a seed now, there won't be a later. It's the now that creates the later. It's what we do now that makes the later possible. Are you getting it? I said, are you getting it? Number four, faith is the key to everything. Faith is the key to everything. Faith is the secret of it all. Faith is the secret of moving the hand of God. Faith is the secret of living the victorious and overcoming lifestyle as a believer in the Lord Jesus Christ. Faith is the secret of winning and not losing. The secret to all of it is to understand how to operate in the principles of faith. And based on what we just dealt with, faith involves action. There's no point in believing God there's no point in believing God, you know, to get your stuff paid off and get out of credit card debt and all of that if you're not going to work on Monday. Amen. You know, for years and years and years, we got prayer requests from this couple, you know, uh, how, we, we're believing God for children. I mean, years. So finally, they, they, they want to have a meeting with Pastor Sue. I'm not allowed to do that anymore. I, and from the message, I don't know why, you know, I would not be allowed to... <laughs> you know, do any counseling. But anyway, so they wanted to meet with Pastor Sue. So she met with them, kind, gracious Pastor Sue. All right, so, so you know, what's going on? How long have you been trying to have children? What's going on? Well, come to find out in the counseling session, the guy had had a vasectomy. And so she comes home all horrified. And I said, I said, no, baby doll. I said, this is typical, normal Christianity. I've been dealing with it all these decades. They just think that they cannot take action and believe God and they're going to get there. That, that God is the unsnipper. <laughs> you snipped it. Now you're believing God and God's going to unsnip it. You didn't go to work, and God's going to send a Brinks truck. It doesn't work like this. Say it out loud. Faith, Faith involves, involves action. action. Tell your neighbor, without action, without action there, has been no faith. there has been no faith. So you got to take action. When you listen to the word of God, faith comes, Romans 10, 17. So then faith cometh by hearing and hearing by the word of God. Faith is the difference between sickness and health, poverty and wealth, defeat and victory. The word of God is true and everything else is a lie. I think 2020 and 2021 have proven what Smith Wigglesworth said to be true. The word of God is true and everything else is a lie. It is only by renewing our minds to the word of God and by confessing the word of God and by taking action on the word of God that we can train our human spirits to expect the word of God to come to pass in our lives. It's only by renewing our minds to the word of God and confessing the word of God and taking action on the word of God that we can discipline ourselves to walk by faith and not by sight. So focus your senses, focus your faith, focus your mind, focus your confession on what God has said. It's not that hard. Just this week, I asked him early in the week about something having to do with in my body. And uh, he said, well, on, when you get to this point, your prayer list, add, uh, add joints to your confession. 
I thought, okay, sounds awful simple to me, but I did that, and I, three or four days later, I, I just, I was amazed. I was amazed. I was amazed at the difference in my own body. See, we, we want, you know, we want somebody to lay hands on us. We want somebody to anoint us with oil or tell us to drink anointing oil or some super spiritual whatever. Well, how about just doing what the Word of God says? And it was there in Mark 11, 22, 23, and 24 the whole time. Amen. It wasn't any big thing. I actually just added a word or two to my regular normal prayer list. Amen. And, and, and don't be confessing, you know, so is this relative died of that, and this relative had dementia, and that relative lost their mind, and, and this relative over, over here, you know, and, and stop naming the names of all of those diseases, and instead, do what I said before the message, find the promises in the Word of God, and just put your name on them, and confess the Word of God over your life. So take action on what God has said and your life will change for the better. Put faith in what God has said and your life will change for the better. But you have to focus. I said you have to focus. Amen. Number five, take action, take action, take action. I, I guess that's a brand new revelation, right? Take action, take action, take action. Now, what if, what if it had been Pastor Gene meeting with those people? I think Sue told them the same thing. Well, if you want to have children, well, you got to take action and undo this action you took before. And then when you take action to undo this action you took before, well, then put your faith on that. But you can't just put your faith on something that has no action to it and believe God. That'd be like me sitting at home and believing God that the mail would be brought in from the mailbox to my office. Tell your neighbor, God's not going to do one thing for you that you can do for yourself. Amen. I, I, I've taught this my whole life, and then one day I heard John Osteen teach the exact same thing, and I thought, great, I'm spot on. He said we do, he called it leaving no stone unturned. He said we do everything we know to do in the natural, and we get right up to the line of what we cannot do in the natural, and then we believe God. So right now in 2020, 2021 with COVID, uh, you know, a prophet of God stood in this church years ago and said, we all need to lose 10,000 pounds. So how about doing what I can do in the natural? How about that? How about throttling back, getting my weight down? How about getting outside? How about getting some natural vitamin D from the sun? How about taking vitamin D supplements? How, how about uh, taking care of myself in general? And uh, how about turning off the news? How about getting into the Word of God? Amen. Amen. In other words, do everything I can do right up, to the, right up to the line of the extent of my abilities in the natural and then believe God. But see, people don't want to do that. They, they don't want to do that. They don't want to do that. They don't want to do that. I sat right over there months ago and the Lord told me, he said, you have saved so much money at home and in this ministry. He said, it's taken on a life of its own. But that's not where we were in 1989. I know you've only heard this story 10,000 times. We had to take action. I said we had to take action. I said we had to take action. We had to not just be doers of the written word of God. We had to be doers of the spoken word of God. But the spoken word of God that he spoke to me that day at prayer in 1989 lined up with the written word of God.
Take action, take action, take action. Number five, take action, take action, take action. God has repeatedly promised in his word to bless all the work of your hands, but what if your hands have no work for him to bless? This takes, and the, the Lord's on it. You think I get on things, you have no idea. And when, when something comes out of my mouth, typically it is a very much edited and watered down version of what he's saying to me while I'm speaking to you. But he's on this thing of mothers and sons. Don't do everything for your children. Man, if you raise him right, you know, like my grandson uh, says to his father this week, uh, when can I get my allowance again? Well, he'd only gotten it earlier that day. <laughs> well, these are the chores for the week, Samuel, so then you get your allowance. Well, can I do them again? I mean, he wanted, to do his, he wanted to do his chores again the same day to come back and get more money the same day. And you may not believe what I'm about to tell you, but that's faith. That if I do this, I'll get that. If I do this action, I'll get this result. That's faith. That's faith. That's faith. Faith in his own ability, but also faith that his father would cough it up. That's why when our children were little, they must have been similar because we had, I had a chore chart and then I had bonus chores. And so I gave them the ability to get their, back then it was $5 a week, then it went to 10, but then the, the bonus chores. In other words, you, you, can get, you can get the base and you can, get, you can get the second, you can get the bonus. My, my daughter's a t total absolute tiger mom. I mean, it's unbelievable. It's unbelievable what those children know at their ages. I mean, she is like, she is like, I mean, if you looked up tiger mom in the Webster's, it ought to have Christina's picture there. I mean, she is an unbelievable mother. It's unbelievable what those children know. But I'm going to take some credit. <laughs> Because I remember once Aaron Wood had a, a, a youth go outing to Six Flags. And so she comes to me and she says, Daddy, I need, I need money to go to Six Flags with young people. I said, you don't need any money. I'm a millionaire. And I'm telling her, you don't need any money. I mean, I was back then. Well, I don't, I don't believe a, a minister ought to be a millionaire. Well, you're too late by like a couple of decades. <laughs> that ship has sailed. I told her, you don't need any money. Well, the young people, see, in other words, if it's church, all the rules should be set aside because it's church. I said, you don't need any money. What, what do you mean I don't need any? We well, haven't been doing your chores. I said, your brother's been doing his chores week in, week out, collecting his money. You haven't been doing your chores. I said, so you don't need any money. She, she just looked at me appalled. And so what did children do? Talk to me, what did children do? Divide and conquer, baby. And so she went to her mom. And see, my home may not be like your home. Because in my home, I'm the rooster. My home may not be like your home. 
So Sue comes to me and she says, now what's this about? It's only so many dollars and, you know, can't you see your way clear to give her the money? I said, no, she, she doesn't need money. She hasn't been doing her chores. Well, pastor, surely you relented. Surely you knuckled under. Surely, 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 no. And she missed it. She didn't go. But now she's a tiger mom. Do you understand? In other words, it's all about your tomorrow is all about what you're doing right now. And, and if you're not a good mom now, why do you think you're going to have a good tomorrow later? If you're not a good dad now, why do you think, why do you think they're going to want to come and see you? And she, she must think I'm great because she's always coming to see me. I asked her one time, I said, when did I ever give you any money without reciprocity? When, when, when? Because I started seeing lousy decisions when Austin and Christina got to high school. And so I went to the Lord about it and the Lord gave me an idea. So those books that changed my life in the ninth grade, I made a list of books and I said, every book you read, not on your list. I don't care what you want to read every, because you do that on your free time. Every book you want to read on my list, I'll give you a hundred bucks. And somebody might, and this is 30 years ago or 20 years ago, somebody might say, that's crazy, that's too expensive. Well, it's cheaper than a divorce attorney, it's cheaper than a bail bondsman, it's cheaper than a, a, a child custody battle attorney. See, I was taking action then for a better tomorrow. Are you hearing me? I was taking action then for a better tomorrow. He's leading me down paths I completely don't want to go down. I can see myself walking into the kitchen, the last house. And I, ha I mean, Sue and I have very few arguments, but we, I threw down and I said, I said, I've had it. This is it. I said, that lousy friend's got to be done away with. That friendship's got to stop. And I told her, I said, I know mercy, mercy, mercy. But I said, I am telling you in no uncertain terms, if you do not uh, stand with me and put an end to this relationship, I said, life as you know it will cease to exist. Well, I never. Somebody's got to be in charge. Somebody's got to be the sheriff. Somebody's got to say, we ain't having this anymore. Lousy, stinking attitude. Stomping around. Lip. See, and my children don't cost me a nickel. I don't, I've never paid a rent payment. I've never paid a utility bill. They cost me nothing. But it wasn't just mercy, 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 mercy. He's on it. I'm not on it. I, I don't want to even talk like this because I want more people here next Sunday. <laughs> I'm a smart guy. I'm smarter, actually, than to preach this way. But he's on it. He's on it. He's on it. And a, a lousy friend for your child could be somebody at church. That, that girl was at church. She was, in, she was at St. Paul's. 
but just attitude, 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 attitude. See, you got to take action, take action, take action. Some of you all, there are people sitting here this morning and you've been praying about what to do with a teenager. That'd be like praying about what to do with a flat tire. <laughs> Amen. That's it, Pastor. Lord, fix it. He, no, no, no. You're the father. You're the mother. You got to take out. Well, I don't know what to do. That's why we have James Dobson books in the cafe. That, that's why we recommend you get James Dobson books, Dare to Discipline. If you're here this morning and you're a parent and you have not read Dare to Discipline, you are, you are being remiss as a, a father or a mother. Amen. You got to train them. You got to train them. You got to train them. And then when they hit 11, 12, 13, 14, you got to retrain them because everything you trained them on, it went right out the window and you got to start all over and you got to retrain them. Amen. 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 Tell your neighbor, take action. Amen. Take action. Amen. Take action. Amen. Tell the neighbor on the other side, take action. Amen. Take action. Amen. Take action. And he's still on it. Dear Lord, let me up off the mat. <laughs> and and you, you moms and dads, you need to teach your daughters the criteria for a husband material is not whether or not he is funny. Come on. Oh, he's funny. <laughs> so you're looking for a Three Stooges material... <laughs> What has that got to do? I mean, I stood there and pumped Sue's Escalade full of gas the other day, and I thought, now, isn't this interesting? Isn't this interesting? Just back in January, I stood here at the same place, and I pumped this gas, and it was $1.89, and here I am, you know, uh, nine months later, and I'm pumping this gas, and it's $3.19. Yeah, okay, well, go on a date and say, that's funny. It's so funny. And you, you, better, you, better, you better hitch your wagon to something that's got some horsepower to pull it. Amen. 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 Faith is taking action on what you believe. You can believe all the right things and still be defeated. I mentioned 1989 and 1989. I've been married 13 years. I've been faithful to Sue 13 years. I've been saved 29 years. I've been faithful to God financially for 29 years. I've been a tither for 29 years. I've been faithful to God 29 years, but we were broke. We had a few thousand dollars in retirement accounts, but we couldn't get to that without paying taxes and penalties. You can believe all the right things and still be sick. You can believe all the right things and still be broke. And you can believe all the right things and be frustrated out of your mind because you never get an answer to prayer. You can actually believe all the right things and your children run wild. I know. Dad Hagen used to say, faith is released by word and deed. See, we were broke. We had a few thousand dollars in retirement accounts, but we couldn't get to it. You turn your, Dad Hagen also used to say, you turn your faith loose by saying what you believe. 
So I got busy. I connected to the right ministers, and I took action on the Word of God. I heard them teach. I mentioned Isaiah 119 earlier. The Living Bible says, if you will only let me help you, if you will only obey, then I will make you rich. And this is your Rhema Christos for October 17, 2021. God is saying to you today, if you will only let me help you, if you will only obey, then I will make you rich. And the problem is we got a whole bunch of people and they came to us broke. When I met them, they had nothing or they were underwater. When I met them, they had nothing. When I met them, they were living in apartments. When I met them, they were driving tote the note cars and they followed our teachings from the word of God right up until they got their little semi-custom four-bedroom house. They followed our teachings from the word of God right up until they got two cars under warranty, and then they sat down. They sat down. They sat down on their blessed assurance, and that was it. They were done, and they've been sitting on their blessed assurance ever since. And uh, the world's going to hell in a handbasket. I don't know if you've noticed it, but the world is going to hell in a handbasket. It's obvious the Lord is coming relatively soon. It's obvious it's a window that we have to win people for the Lord Jesus Christ. These are the last days. <coughs> They've got drag queens lecturing students in every public school in America. They've got boys and girls' bathrooms raping girls. The Constitution is gone. <coughs> the Bill of Rights is gone. The police have proven that they're not there to protect you or your business. They're there to protect the rioters and the looters. Mayhem, 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 mayhem everywhere, mayhem. And they are so stupid and so evil, they are firing medical workers who have 27 times the protection from natural immunity than these experimental drugs provide. 27 times. The data out of Israel is clear. Natural immunity has 27 times the protection of these experimental drugs. Wickedness and evil are rampant. Wickedness and evil are everywhere. These these are the last days. It's obvious. It's obvious. The Lord is coming relatively soon. It's obvious. It is obvious. It is obvious. It is obvious. So even if all your needs are met, don't you think it's selfish to not learn how to exercise your faith and believe God for more, even if you don't need more yourself, so you can get more money into the gospel of the Lord Jesus Christ? I mean, my God, what does the Lord think of us? Did you know that in the United States of America, Christians who earn $70,000 a year or more give less into the gospel than sinners who make $70,000 a year or more given to charity? What does the Lord think of us? Only 5% of American adults give away 10% or more of their income. American Christians, on average, give just 2.5% of their income. Of Christian families that make $75,000 a year or more, only 1% tithe, only 12% only 12% of so-called born-again Christians tithe, and only 7 out of 10 so-called tithers tithe on their gross income. But man, you let Dr. Frankenstein come along and say, you know, or how about the evangelical idol, uh, you know, the last president, well, you know, let's shut down for 15 days. Okay, let's close our churches. Okay, you know, let's so stand six feet apart. Okay, let's wear a dirty, filthy piece of cloth on our face, you know, and breathe in our own contaminants nonstop all day long. Okay. 
It's judgment, it's judgment, it's judgment, it's judgment, and God is actually making a mockery of the people that have called his name, but they never obeyed him on anything. They're not God obeyers, they're man obeyers. I came down to this house to tell you today that if you're not a God obeyer, God will mock you and God will laugh at you when you are a man obeyer. But if you will turn to God and look to God and live for God and obey God and have faith in God and take God at what God has said and take action on what God has said, you will mount up with wings like an eagle and you will soar above it all and you will only observe with your eyes and see the punishment of the wicked. Not only that, 39% of all Americans have no net worth whatsoever. 75% of all Americans don't even have $10,000 in savings. And yet, you know, they talk about, uh, you know, legacy wealth, but only 79% of millionaires, excuse me, 79% of all millionaires in the United States never inherited any money at all. And 80% of current millionaires didn't reach the million-dollar mark until they were over 50 years of age. It's going to take some time. I think that's what this message is all about, right? you got to take action today for a better tomorrow. Like Dave Ramsey says, live like no one else today, so later you can live like no one else. Don't you think if we love lost people, if we love Jesus, if we wanted Jesus to have the reward of his suffering, we'd learn how to exercise our faith and believe God for more, even if we don't need more ourselves, so we can get more money into the gospel of the Lord Jesus Christ. And, and if you don't even need any more money, who cares? Give every nickel of the excess into the gospel of the Lord Jesus Christ. No Christian will obey God given a million dollars if they haven't obeyed God given a hundred thousand dollars, and nobody's going to obey God given a hundred thousand dollars if they haven't obeyed God given ten thousand dollars, and nobody's going to obey God given ten thousand dollars if they never obeyed God given a thousand dollars. And this right here explains why people don't change levels. Listen, listen. Listen, listen, if you attend this church and you hear the word preached here by Gene and Sue and Austin Lingerfeld, you ought to be moving up, cash ought to be going up, debt ought to be going down, you ought to be changing levels, you ought to be making progress, you ought to be pulling ahead, you ought to be soaring higher and higher and higher because faith cometh by, the, by hearing and hearing by the word of God and we're not teaching theory or opinion, we're teaching the word of God, hallelujah. It is your destiny when God led you into this place. God had you in mind, and God wanted to take you to a better place. It is your destiny to thrive. It is your destiny to prevail. It is your destiny to progress. It is your destiny to succeed. It is your destiny to prosper. God called you here to benefit you. But we got to take action. Take action, take action, take action. Today, for a better tomorrow. Thank you for listening to this life-changing message. 
To partner with us and to help us reach more people with the good news of the gospel, visit our website at faithchristiancenter.com. Your financial support is enabling us to reach more people than ever before. If you have never accepted Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior, pray this simple prayer. Lord Jesus, I repent of my sins. Come into my heart. I make you my Lord and Savior. If you prayed that simple prayer, you are born again and today is a new beginning. We would like to send you a copy of Dr. Jean Lingerfeld's book, God's Very Own Child. To receive your free copy, call the church office at 817-561-3400 or send an email to info at faithchristiancenter.com. Remember to put God first in every area of your life because he loves you and has a wonderful plan for you. And don't forget, we walk by faith, not by sight.